This podcast is part of the Big Heads Media Podcast Network. Go to BigHeadsMedia.com for more great podcasts. The Cultural Podcast, Episode 80. Listeners, ciao. Thanks for tuning in. Big weekend. It was Derby della Madonnina weekend in Milano as AC Milan went up 2-0 to Inter and choked in the second half. Inter coming all the way back. Uh, a crushing result for the Rossoneri and for the Bianconeri as Juve can't seem to get it together, losing 2-1 to Hellas Verona. Giampaolo Pazzini turning back the clock. Fabio Borini uh, for a brief moment in time acting like the player that we all hoped he would be 10 years ago. Uh, Hellas Verona down in Juve, Sarri maybe being on the out, uh, so big result there, as uh, Lazio win a game, so the title race alley is looking pretty tight right now. Extremely tight, uh, don't count them out of it now. No chance, yeah, I mean, you, you, you were talking about getting a little bet action on, on, just uh, might, just might. on Lazio, although uh, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to probably step in, veto that, make a... Uh, Make 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 sure that is uh that is sternly forbidden. Make the executive decision. Or you're, you're 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 not allowed to do that. You're not allowed to put that shit out in the universe. Things are looking bad enough as is as a UF fan. Nick's gonna chime in from Brampton, Ontario. Uh, still there on business. He's uh he's a little bit uh, bear with Nick. He's uh he was a little he was a bit of a grumpy, wumpy bear this episode. But we uh you know I I I definitely didn't rile him. We up managed to him. squeeze all the info we could out of him <laughs> until he just couldn't any longer. Stay stay tuned till the end. Nice little nice little ending of the pod as well that you won't want to miss. But yeah, a lot of other really uh really. Big, uh, big results, big losses. Uh, losses to Roma, losses to Napoli. Napoli, Napoli losing a huge game to Lecce. Uh, a couple of heroes of the week that we're gonna that we're gonna want to mention. Um, that Honoring deserve. a drip king. Yes, yes, that's a great call. Um, Pierluigi Golini bringing out uh, bringing out the drip again this week. Stay tuned for that and much more. Okay, let's go. Le donne non mi fido, il corteggiamento è un rito, troppo spesso si finisce, che una donna ti tradisce, e non mi importa se son bionde, non mi importa se son more, a me basta che siano tonde e disposti a far l'amore da bambino, veramente fui cacciato dalla scuola perché la professoressa mi faceva molto gore quando facevo il militare, poi la moglie del tenente mi faceva le moine di una presa tra la gente, perciò bambina, se sono qui per te stasera, è una fortuna. Andiamo! Let's go, boys. How we all doing? Nick Gentiletti? Whoa, you there? I'm here. I'm here. Well, you're, you're, you're not here. You're, you're, you're there. You're there. I'm here on the phone. You're there. Not in studio. You're there in... You're still in Brampton, right? Got another... I am. I am. This is just a new, new segment of, uh, of uh, life on the road. Life on the road with uh, with ever with ever ever increasingly depressed Nick Gentiletti. Luckily, luckily, the segment will be retired uh, soon. Two more two more episodes, uh, including this one, right? So I don't know. I I, th- I thought the last couple of pods have been pretty good. I, I I like the way we I like the way we've been vibing. Hopefully, uh, that doesn't all go down the drain now. Um, now that it was a fucking terrible weekend for for you and I. Um, lot to get to, but uh, Ali Van de Peppel, let's chime you. Let's have you chime in first. Let's. Uh, let's How are you? Good oh. to be back. Uh, pretty disappointing weekend uh, across the board, I'd say. I think, yeah, it's it, you know, it's a, this is a real, it's a real shame that Nick Gentile. I know, I mean, I know you're not drinking again, right? Uh, I don't, I don't know if you've changed your opinion in the last week, Nick, but uh, no, I have not. Okay, it's too bad because this would be a prime weekend to get drunk on the pod. We say that often and, and never do, but I, I maintain that this would, this would really be a really good weekend to get drunk, all, all three of us. So maybe, maybe when you're back. But um, okay, listeners, welcome to Ebit. What, what are we? Uh, 
Welcome to, I had a brain fart there. I think we're episode, yeah, wait, listeners, welcome to episode number 80 of the Calcho Podcast. I think we're at 80. It's possible. Confirmed, that guy. Confirm. Yeah, I, th- I think we're episode number 80. Uh, fuck, Nick, Nick, it's 80 episodes, bro. That's, uh, I don't know, man. We're, we're, we're hot on 100. We're, we're going to be up to 100 epis in, in no time. Is next week not the uh, a two-year anniversary? Next week is the two-year anniversary. Alamanda Pepple checking the stats. He's, he's, on, he's on fire right mm. off the bat right here. It is episode 80, luckily for you. Nick, uh, how do you feel uh, about our two-year anniversary coming up as Valentine's Day approaches? It's surprising, to be honest. A little bit surprising. It's uh, it's caught me off guard. I didn't realize it's it's already been two years. It's gone by fast. It really has. It's been fun. I got I gotta say I, I gotta say I'm having a lot more fun now than uh, th- than I than I can remember for a while. I don't know. I, I'm having about as much fun doing it now as I was in the beginning. At least I have the past couple weeks. I don't know about you. Uh, I, I I know I know I know we're always getting you uh, at the end of at the end of a long day of a business trip the past couple of weeks here, but I, I don't know. Hopefully, uh, this has kind of been like a nice little uh, a nice little ray of sunshine in your in your in your otherwise gloomy days with no one uh, with no one to share them with. And uh, yeah, yeah, I don't know. Way way to get depressing. And and what better way to perk up your uh, perk up your night than to talk about that awful weekend? I think we can agree. Um, I just want to start up. Okay, I I want to start off by saying. Um, so so I I'm I'm sorry to all Inter fans. Um not just for all the things I've said over the pod in the past 2 years. I'm actually not sorry for that. That's that's I, I stand by all that. Uh, and the fact that I I I I mean I, I think I think I'd be fuck I'd be a fucking idiot. No one would take me seriously if I if I if I didn't dislike them as a club as a Juve fan, but I'm sorry because I never realized the plight that they probably went through watching Juve win the title every one of the last 10 years. Because I feel like I'm watching Inter win the title this year now. I feel like I'm watching us collapse right before my very eyes. I feel like I'm seeing Inter under Conte surge and rise, rise, rise from the ashes. And I feel like I'm seeing a title-winning team that, 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 that will not say die. And I feel like it's inevitable and I'm horrified. And I can't imagine how horrible it must have been for Inter fans seeing us dominate for the past 10 years. Nick, uh, as the Derby della Madonnina took place this weekend... Uh, how do you feel about uh, Inter's potential uh, title-winning campaign? Well, I mean, to be honest, I, 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 that's not what really concerned me this weekend because you know the Milan is not the is not the not challenging for a title. But uh, I think we can agree that it's it's we can equally be horrified at the prospect of them yeah, winning the title. Horrified in the sense that if Inter were to win that title, it would put them one above Milan domestically, which, yeah, would, would suck and it's kind of fucking annoying. But but uh, I'm more concerned about uh, about what happened in, in the game, to be honest with you. Okay, so so let's, let's kind of go over the weekend, okay? Let's start off with things at the top of the table and we'll sort of work our way down because there was a lot of there's a lot of good things to talk about, obviously. But let, let's start our way at the top, okay? Saturday... Kicked off with um, with with Juve losing to Hellas Verona two to one in Verona, and 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 yesterday was such a crazy day. We're recording this on Sunday. Uh, uh, excuse me, we're recording this on Monday, February tenth. And yesterday the derby happened, and it feels like it was such a crazy day that I, I I kind of forgot about everything that happened on Saturday. But it had great ramifications on on the uh, on the importance of the derby on Sunday. So Juve lost two one in Verona. Goal from Ronaldo, uh, and this game. This game felt like. I mean, this game felt like a banter game if there ever was one to be a U.N. fan to be watching this game. So 
things haven't been great for Juve uh, in recent in recent weeks. Allegri is now being rumored to be apparently apparently the board are, are looking to bring Allegri back, which is just fucking crazy. And it, well, what's crazy is I'm all for it, um, but the, but but the fact the fact that it's even being considered within the realm of possibilities absolutely nuts right now. Maurizio Sarri dropping another game, three losses on the year for Juve in uh, in Serie A, um, with with. With a couple more months to play here, I mean that's if if we're gonna if we're gonna if we're gonna want to if we're gonna want to win the title, we're probably gonna have to be more or less flawless and maybe not even drop drop any full games and lose any more games now till the end of the year. And that doesn't look like under Sadi that could happen right now. Two goals coming for Verona from Fabio Borini and Gianpaolo Pazzini. I'm gonna give a hero of the week on behalf of Nick Gianelletti because I know you so well to Pazzini and to Borini. Am I right? Legends, legends, man! I can't believe they scored so, like, oh, just incredible. That made that made the game so oh much better for me on a personal level. If I have to, I can't, I can't believe that I had to see John Paulo Pazzini. And it was a, so Pazzini gets a penalty late in the game. Uh, Var Var gets used because Bonucci Bonucci ball skims Bonucci's arm, goes over the goes over the crossbar, and what probably otherwise would have been on goal, potentially a goal. Pazzini takes a penalty, slots it in right off the post. I can't believe that I had to see Juve lose to Hellas Verona, and I had to see Giampaolo Pazzini rub it in by giving the look into my eyes celebration. Like I thought, I can't believe that's still a thing. I can't believe, believe I can I can't believe it. Believe it. Believe it. And to to make it worse, you 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 uh, you have some balls. You sent me a picture of him on Snapchat. Uh, and saved it, so it's in our group combo forever. So every time I open it up now, it's the last thing I see him, uh, him, him giving the look in my eyes uh, celebration. Strategic move. Well, you, I don't know, bro. Uh, I think there, there's an expression about people in glass houses throwing stones. Well, I sent that first. Did you did you did you not uh, specify that this game happened on Saturday, right? It did. This happened before before the uh, catastrophe on Sunday. Go- so I, I I do not agree with that statement. No. Well, go- going into the weekend, Juve were up three points on Inter, uh, got zero out of the game. Ivan Juric, by the way, credit to Ivan Juric for for having a fucking really good season with Hellas Verona. I don't know what's going on over there, man. But uh, I, I don't know. I'm uh, going to Italy this summer. Already, I think I already I think I already confirmed last week. I'm. Uh, Going to the Euro, um, obviously we're, uh, we're we're looking to get accreditation. I think we we, we discussed that um, negotiations with UEFA are ongoing and are uh, very, progr- very are progressing very positively. I think uh, Ali, you you you'll, you'll agree. We uh, we were I lo- do. We were looking at the uh, we were looking at the uh, at the uh, the back and forth that we're having. It's uh, there's there's a lot of really good it's dialogue. It's a lot of really good dialogue between the two parties. We're very optimistic about it happening. Anyway, at the end of the trip, um, the a little of, stubborn on their end, but a little bit, yeah. But you know, we'll 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 get there. We're we're making them understand our point of view. Uh, so uh, we were thinking about going to Verona. My girlfriend really wanted to go there. Apparently, that's uh, I think there's like a Romeo and Juliet um, like window or some shit that people, young couples in love, uh, go to and stuff. So we're we're not going and we're not going there anymore. Safe to say. Verona is off the itinerary. That place is ruined for me, man. Anyway, I don't know, bro. Nick, uh, you just your your reaction watching this game and seeing Borini, who was just sold by Milan to Verona, scoring that scoring that goal that that, that brought us back into it after yeah, br- brutal giveaway he, from Benton Corpiano. He was actually he actually got his contract terminated. He wasn't even sold. So, Ooh. but uh, yeah, like uh, was, I don't know, it was just. Uh, I was I was happy and I was uh, and I was a little concerned at the same time because as you were mentioning before, Juve dropping points means Inter were you know back back in the title race and uh, it's kind of a 
you know, t- tale of two eagles where I don't like Juventus, but I also don't want Inter to win the title. So I was like, you know, a little happy the fact that uh, two Milan legends uh, put Juve to the sword, but at the same time, uh, Milan legends. The, yeah. uh, the the consequences were uh, a bit dire. Borini's a Milan legend. Yes, he is. Maybe, maybe of the banter era. I guess he's a. Yeah. He's he's a he's a satirical legend, I guess. But well, honestly, it's Fabio Borini getting sold by Milan to win Inter the title is just is just <laughs> Term- contract terminated. Yeah, okay. Borini leaving leaving Milan and ultimately potentially winning Inter the title is just, just I don't know. For for, me, for it's 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 one of those things that you just can't that you just can't write. But. Um, so, so going into Sunday, the Derby della Madonnina was taking place, and it looked like Milan were to the rescue. I was pulling hard for Milan. We were all watching this game simultaneously. We were all texting each other throughout the game. I was losing my mind because you guys went up 2-0. And um, ultimately, uh, let's just kind of state the score. Inter 4, Milan 2. Uh, big choke. Yeah. Big choke. One of the yeah. i got to say, though, this is a fucking you, – you were claiming this anyway. Uh, one of the all-time classics, at least in recent memory. Yeah, I mean, like – Look, um, obviously the, the the fact that that Inter scored four goals in the second half is is quite nuts. But the end result of the game, as in you know being up and then losing, like is really not like I, I can't. I I would be lying if I told you I, I was I was shocked. Like obviously I'm mad and disappointed, but uh, I'm far from shocked. I'm pretty sure I was telling both of you guys that like uh, I was like I didn't believe that we even, we were even winning. I was waiting. I was just waiting for disaster to set in, and it only took six or seven minutes in the second half for both uh, goals that we scored in the first half to be neutralized. And uh, you had to know from there that uh, wasn't going to end well. I so. think I think the the exact quote you you uh, I'm paraphrasing you here, so it's actually not an exact quote, but the the, the approximate quote that uh, I remember you saying at halftime was when you were up to 0 What's going on? I feel like I'm getting punked. <laughs> I mean, was I wrong? No, no, but but I mean, bro. I mean, what a world! I mean, Zlatan set up the first one, scored the second one. That celebration with his arms out wide is the cockiest, one of the cockiest celebrations in uh, in in, in, in uh, probably probably ever in world football. I was gonna say the 21st century, but probably ever in world football. I mean, name name a guy who scores bigger goals and just doesn't celebrate uh, by running around like a fucking madman. He just kind of stands still and says, "You want some? You want sham? You want sham?" basically what he's saying uh so I, I don't know it looked like Zlat- it looked like Zlatan was maybe going to be prime candidate for hero of the week and I mean he, he still had a heroic performance but fuck I mean the way that the game played out it's it overshadowed it was overshadowed by uh, yeah, by the result yeah you know, uh, well I mean definitely I look like Brozovic to, he scored Inter's first goal on an absolutely insane insane volley I can't stand and it I can't stand like, it yeah, drives me like, nuts I'm telling you, like you, if you, you don't, you guys don't watch this team week in, week out. But you, you just see, you just feel it through your TV when you know when something doesn't go Milan's way. Like everything just starts to crumble. There's that, that even with Zlatan on the field, because at the end of the day, he's only one guy. You, you need to have that collective team mentality to not fold or, or, or bend, but not break under pressure. And, and, you know, whether it's Zlatan said it was lack of experience, that's what he said in his post-game interview, I, w- I would probably tend to agree with that. I would say, but, 
Oh, I'll let, I'll let, I'll let you, I'll let you lack finish. Of, I'll let you that finish. Lack of it. Thanks. How kind of you. Uh, I'm, I'm much more mellow this. I'm a, I know I just said I'm gonna let you finish. I'm interrupting. I'm interrupting you now. I feel we're, we're much more mellow this week. We're just kind of, we're just anal, we're just being analytical and just talking. Just talk. It's it's good to just talk about what happened. Just talk about what happened. This 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 is no no emotion. Yeah, just, I don't, just I don't have much left in the tank to get riled up about it. And uh, like uh, again, like it's it's uh, it, it's just I don't know I, whether it's the the lack of experience or if it's just the collective mindset of the individual players regardless of their age like i would i would go more with the former probably but it's uh, like again the nah, obviously bro. the scoreline itself it's surprising and the and the timing of it is surprising all four goals coming in the second half but well i mean first of all the last goal first of all lukaku needs to shut the fuck up because he did absolutely nothing he did absolutely nothing in this game he was invisible for 85 minutes at the san siro and the only reason why he scored was because, like, I, w- I was like embarrassed watching the last goal. To be honest with you, nobody was nobody was pressing Inter at all. Like, I, I it was know. like uh, it was like when Barca beat Juve. I think it was three one in the uh, in the um, in the Champions League final in four. Yeah, like I get, I get that everyone's throwing yeah, themselves. Was, when Neymar scored that goal, it was no it was Suarez who scored that goal really late on after the game was already won. We threw everyone forward. It was a two one game, and yeah, it's, same, it, regardless, thing. like. Just because you're throwing people forward doesn't mean the people that are still back don't don't put in an effort to stop, you know, another goal from happening. And that's exactly what happened. Uh, Victor Moses had the freaking uh, all the time in the world to to ping across into Lukaku, who obviously bodied uh, Simon Kier, mediocre at best, and then he has the audacity to go and tweet. That he's the new king of Milan. Like, shut up, man. Like, I, like. I mean, Zlatan's um, also thirty-eight years old. So, I mean, that, that's kind of like that's kind of like. Like, shut up. Take man. it easy. Take like, it easy. I mean, Zlatan's up, in his 39th year on planet. You know what? Um, Got outplayed by a guy who's freaking thirteen years older than you. Like, no, I, shut I was. Up. I was. I was. I was just. I was. I was dead inside of the result. Honestly, it was. I. I was. This was a rough weekend because I think we were talking on Saturday, and I was supposed to help you out with something on Saturday night. And then after the result of the Juve game ended, I was like, bro, I need space. Like, I can't talk right now. And then I was like, okay, you know, maybe Milan are gonna win, and it got off to a great fucking start. And then, then they just, uh, just, just soul crushing, man. Just soul, soul sucking is the word. Soul sucking. Watching that comeback happen right before my eyes. Um, but, but, but I mean, look, bro. I think I don't think it's just the lack of Milan experience. I think it's also I think it's also Antonio Conte uh, doing what Antonio Conte does and rallying the fuck out of players. And I mean, you knew as soon as those two goals went, and you're like, oh shit, like back to back within within a minute of each other. Oh, I don't I don't agree. Like, uh, like I, Inter Inter played so poorly in the first half. But and, the Grinta and, man, I mean, just just irking it out, and then that that De Fry header in the second half. Did I say that? Well, I'll let De Fry. De Fry. Almost close yeah, enough. Yeah, but that was just that was a beautiful, like perfect it was, header. It was a great header. But what does that have to do with Antonio Conte? You like, just I, you I just feel I like really, I don't really agree. He's a momentum swinger. I feel like just whatever the fuck he says, you yeah, you oh, see. Come on, you don't believe that. I do, I do, I do. I saw it with you. I saw it with. Italy. I saw it with you. I saw it with Italy. I think he he just no. I think he motivates guys to get out of shit situations. I've seen it before, and you could just tell. Like he he's he. I I think you you tend to see this with Conte teams more. Just soul sucking goals that swing that swing the tide of games, like the Defry one that make commentators like the Zone guy in Canada go, oh, 
and you Nuts. just know that was like uh, as soon as that went in, I was like, oh my god, if I were a Milan fan right now, I'd I'd just be sinking into my chair because you knew that was it. And it's too bad because Latan actually almost tied it up late on. That would have been unreal. That would have been electric. Um, Juve would not have deserved that because they've been playing like fucking dog shit. And I think Maurizio Sarri, uh, who I've been referring to as a junkyard pep in private for a little while, I'm going to start referring to him as the junkyard pep now live on the pod. Um, I think he needs to go. I think uh, they're not up to the standard. I think you need to bring a guy in like Allegri again. I, listen, as when this report, when I heard this report, I was like, fuck it, I'm all, I'm all for it. He's a guy that guided them to a much tougher Scudetto victory. I think it was in 2015. It was in 2016 when they were. To a brutal start at the end of that season, at the beginning of that season, wound up winning it. And I think a lot of the players still know him. I think he'd be a great, I think he'd be a great move at this point, just because he's still under contract, knows the team. So by all means, Juve did not deserve any redeeming factor. They did not, they did not deserve any redeeming factors out of this weekend. Uh, if that's a proper term, redeeming factors, whatever. But Zlatan almost scored, and that would have been fucking unreal. Tying it up three three. I mean, you mean that would have probably made it even more of a classic in my mind. But uh, yeah, that would have that would have put Juve two points up on Inter. But unfortunately uh, for us, Inter won the game. They're now level on fifty four points each atop the table, and um, they are ahead on goal difference, if I'm not mistaken. But Juve currently have the head to head advantage over Inter as they beat them in the Derby d'Italia which I believe is the kicker in Serie A so I don't know why I don't know why they're ahead of us now on goal difference it could be because we have more losses uh to be honest I'm not really sure I'm not really sure I'll, uh, and and I'm, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna claim to know why I'm not gonna claim to know how it works all, all, all I know is um that we've uh, we've blown it we had a we had a six point lead a couple weeks ago and that 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 that, that gap is now zero and it looks like the momentum is all in their favor. And the worst part of all is this opens up the this opens up the. I know we were talking about Nick. We were talking about Hellas Verona uh, having a pretty good season so far and giving them a shout out. And yeah, y- y- you you actually said this. Hellas Verona play some of the ugliest football uh, in Italy, but it just works. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So um, for whatever the, for whatever the fuck I mean, whatever they're doing, I mean it's 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 working, and they're they're currently up to the uh, top half of the table there in. Um, they're in, uh, I think they're in, uh, seventh, sixth. no, sixth place. Fuck, they're in a European spot. Holy shit. How did I miss that? But even more surprising is the fact that Lazio still can't seem to lose a game. And they're only a couple of points. They're only one point off of first right now. There are two points off of sole possession of first place. So the scariest thing out of all this, for me anyway, is that Lazio may actually usurp, one of my favorite words, uh, Juve, and may even challenge for the title. So, even uh, Sam, Nick, and I were talking. You, you could put a good bet on Lazio winning. I got Nick to to look into those odds. Fuck, bro. I I I, I don't know. Um, I, listen, I'll, I'll say this: if either of you put money on Lazio winning the title, I you're 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 dead to me. Wow, that hurts. That really hurts. <laughs> scary, scary shit, eh? Yeah. Yeah, so so we'll, we'll, definitely not going to know. We'll tell you what, when I go to the fucking Euro and I'm getting all the scoops and I'm getting all the best quotes of all time, wait till I dissociate myself from you, recuse myself from this podcast because. Ali, uh, did you know Sam was going to the Euro? I didn't know, bro. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's news to me. The people need to know. People need to know. Just found out right now. <laughs> need to get the people fired up. But, uh, I mean, Lazio, man. And you, you know what the most fucked up, the most fucked up thing is? Lazio would be in first place right now. 
if Hellas Verona hadn't held them to a draw uh, in midweek in that famous game in hand that uh, everyone's been talking about for a little while. Hellas Verona, Hellas Verona 0, Lazio 0, I think last Wednesday, was a huge result. It actually electric. looked like it was going to create a gap. Yeah, it looked like <laughs> electric. Perfect game. Perfect game, bro. But uh, yeah. it, it, nah, it looked like that was going to create a bit of a gap, and uh, and, and it did it. Just, just both, uh, both, both, both. Uh, both uh, both Lazio and Juve dropping points, so kind of kind of a bit of a zero sum effect there. Uh, I don't know. La- Lazio Lazio uh, Lazio won again this weekend. Felipe Caicedo scoring uh, the winner against Parma. Too bad Parma had a lot of chances late on in this yeah, game. Yeah, it was Nick. a really good game. Nick highly recommended. Well, not highly recommended, but he said it would be a good one, and uh, I wasn't disappointed watching. Ali, you watched this one all the way through. That's unlike you. You watched a lot of games other than Fiorentina. We need a so. thorough review. Yeah, sure. well, no problem. Here we go. Uh, I found the first. 20 it was a lot of uh parma knocking on the door and then uh, as if it took lazio a bit of time to get going and they did brilliant analysis yes no problem i love using knocking on the door because that's what they were doing essentially all game i was surprised as to how many chances they were actually getting parma just couldn't put any shots on target that was a problem the biggest observation i made was like their passing game and their build-up to the final third was great but then it's like once they got there to like the the area uh, around the the box, it's like shit. We didn't train for this. Like we didn't think we'd get this much opportunity. And then anyway, they got more comfortable. And towards the end of the game, it got you know a little chippy, a little a uh, little aggressive, just the way we we like it. And uh, but yeah, it's it's too bad they couldn't capitalize because they had some prime uh, opportunities. It's just it, once once they got there, it never happened. And uh, things are looking a little better on the on the on the Bianco Celeste side of uh, Rome currently. As Roma, Roma lost another game on the weekend. They only have one win in their last five, and uh, have lost three of their last five. They drew the derby, but um, bro, um, I think uh, it was I think it was yeah it was to Bologna three two they lost. And Orsolini had a really good game in this one. I don't know if you guys saw, but Sabatini, the uh, sporting director of Bologna, came out and said that he's valuing him at seventy million as Juve. This is according to Opta, as Juve are interested in him. Now, this is uh, particularly rough because if you'll recall, Juve owned him a couple of years ago and sold him to Bologna. I think they retained. I don't know if they retained uh, a buyback, and I think they just let Bologna have him. So great, great, great business from uh, from Paratici. Like, what the fuck? It feels okay, like. Okay, well, I'm uh, sorry, what, you, but you actually believe uh, you believe Sabatini that Orsolini is worth seventy million? I'll, I'll sit here and wait for someone to bid seventy million on Orsolini. I think the I, right. I think the point. Well, to be fair, he's having a fucking monster year. He's only twenty three okay, years well, old. I'd say he, he's had a. He's had a monster. Euro. He's had a monster calendar. If he's worth seventy million euros, then our podcast is worth one million euros. How probably. much? How 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 much? How how do you? Okay, he's the same age as Kiesa. Do you rate him currently? Do you rank him? Do you rank Orsolini that much lower than Kiesa? I know I, I we can have Ali chime in a little bit here okay, because he sees Kiesa more often. But like okay, you, you watch you're, Orsolini, you're, you're saying that Kiesa is like objectively worth a lot of money. That's what you're saying. That's you're, the premise of your argument is that which I would also disagree with. I think that's the, well, I, th- I think the pre- I think the premise is actually that a lot of people would pay a lot of money for him. Not necessarily whether he's worth it. Or, I mean, he guess he's worth it if people are willing no, to pay. No, that him. was that was kind of that was kind of the the hot topic of the summer. But what is what is. Like I know, I know, Kiesa scored a nice goal. Uh, was it was it last game or the game before? But watch, just this like, weekend, he, who they got? There's not much to justify this year that Kiesa is worth. I think people this summer were saying like 
80 million, 100 million. Like, are you kidding me? Listen, like, are you actually kidding me? Listen, if, if you if you were to throw 50 million in Bologna's face, I'm not saying that Bologna would say no, but I'm saying he they owned him and they got rid of him. I don't know. It, it just feel, it feels weird that they would have sold him to the point that they have to buy him back instead of just loaning him out for a couple of years and doing what they did with Spinazzola a couple of years. Anyway, I, I don't know. Just, well, just, that just, just, just probably just probably worth shouting out anyway that, that, he, that he helped down Roma. So, yeah, of course, Roma haven't been doing great. This was on the Friday game, but... Uh, but um, I don't know. He just had a he just had a really good year, and um, I I also I mean we should probably give a shout out to Musa Barrow who who we who who I don't know I don't know why we kind of adopted him as a as a as a as a, as a, as a golden boy on this show who, who we just love. I think we because we saw him play that one time uh, actually funnily enough against Roma for Atalanta before he got sold to Bologna. Um, two goals in this game for the kid. Um, so yeah, man, Bologna a couple of a couple of young studs doing pretty well downing uh, one of the quote unquote big boys in Roma. And um, I don't know. Oh, by the way, Sam. You, yeah. I think you have to add. Um, oh no, what's his name now? Johnson. Palacio. Oh. Okay. okay. You gotta just bring your razor down there, and get that Anakin Skywalker esque little rat tail thingy. But he's that's got. Not, no, but that's not. I can't. I mean, he's keeping it until he wins a World Cup. That's the point. Is that his thing? I mean, I mean maybe, maybe, maybe if Argentina I wins can't a World. Stand it. Maybe Nick. What do you think? Is it until Argentina wins a World Cup or until he wins a World Cup? Because I think he retired from international football, so he either committed to having this thing for life, or until he develops alopecia, or uh, or maybe it's until Argentina wins a World Cup. I don't know. I think if Argentina ever wins a World Cup, I think he should probably just take the out and just, just fucking shave and say, "Okay, peace, I'm out." His girl, his yeah, wife. I don't think that thing's. I don't think that thing's coming off anytime soon. Yeah, I mean, Fuck. dude, somebody do his wife a favor. There's only his wife. How how is his wife allowed that shit? I don't know. I feel I feel like wives will always say like 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 you you know you know you know like every t- every time you do something I feel like every time you do something like really crazy whatever you decide to grow a beard out you decide to grow a mustache like from November when we did that or like you shave your head and whatever and the and the the, uh, the 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 lady in your life says okay like yeah great but like okay like this has to go how she never said that well you don't know how do you know maybe uh, maybe Sam's master of wags because uh, because he didn't want to shave his rat tail off you don't know his life this is weird like normally I'm in with all the wag with all the wag <laughs> stuff and I, this is this is like this is like this is turning my brain into a pretzel right now fuck that's that's a hard thing to do uh, we gotta get some research we gotta get, we gotta get the tabloids on this one oh, fuck I don't know <laughs> No, I have to do have to do a little ulterior research. Uh, okay, but in terms of other big results this weekend, Nick, uh, I know you were buzzing, bro, because Napoli lost again, um, and you you weren't buzzing because Napoli lost. We don't have any problem with Napoli, but we were buzzing over the fact that they lost to Lecce three to two. And I want to give a shout out, bro, Fabio Liverani, man, the coach of Lecce has has steadily kind of st- not to use the word steady twice, but he's steadily kind of steadied the ship, um, and and. and uh, yeah, I, I guess he's kind of he's kind of navigated through some through some pretty uh, some pretty some pretty rough waters um, earlier on this year, and and currently they're up to uh, they're up to seventeenth, which yeah, obviously is not that. By no means safe. They're but, by no means safe. But they've they're had some good results. I mean, they're only three points from relegation zone uh, territory, but um, they've had some important yeah, results against two wins, against two wins in a big row teams. They've had big results against big teams. Very weird. Let you have. Um, I mean, you might be having a little bit of recency bias there, just because of uh, in- tying Inter. But uh, yes, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, I there's, there's you're a couple like, big yeah, results. I think it's it's, I, it's a little bit of a recency bias. I believe they tied Juve too earlier in the year. But um, yeah, big, big they're results. By no, they're by no means safe, but uh, they're by no means safe. But 
But look, uh, when you're when you're that low on the table, two wins in a row means a lot more to a team like Lecce than it does to, to a team higher up the table. That's for sure. So they're playing Spal next, I believe. So if they can if they can manage to pull three wins in a row, that would be kind of nuts. That'd be no, kind knowing of nuts them, to a team like Lecce, and that would definitely, uh, you know, get them a little bit closer to their goal of uh, staying alive. Knowing them, they'll they'll lose it to Spal, no problem. Um, we well, just quickly. Uh, we we can't forget. I think Lecce also beat Fiorentina. I think uh, I think or in the oh, so Fiorentina is a big team now. Yeah, well, well, I, yeah. I, I got, I, they're not. I got Alavan the purple sitting next to me, bro. I gotta <laughs> gotta pump the tires a little bit here. Huh. But um, <laughs> fine. No, but good, I'll let it slide. Great to see Saponara starting again, though, and and uh, and playing as a protagonista. As 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 I don't want to say as he should. I mean, it's kind of it's kind of subjective, right? It depends on the coach, but. I, I feel like he's just, it's very weird to me how like if you asked me if you asked me 5 years ago where I thought Saponara would be now versus where he is right now I I would I'd have been very surprised. He's uh he's a guy who I That's why they don't ask you. Well, he I don't know, bro. I think the consensus on him was that he was a really fucking talented footballer and that he was probably going to maybe play for the national team. I don't think he gets one cap for the national team. Doesn't look like he ever will. Um ever. Yeah. Nor does he deserve one right now. Well, to be honest well, with you. but you know, but but there was a point a couple of years ago when he was. I don't know. He for some reason Fiorentina just wanted to get rid of him, even though he was playing really well for them. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Just, I'm, I don't know. I'm allowed to be happy that the guy, the guy's playing. Uh, I'm pretty well at that. But my hero of the week is actually going to go to Gianluca Lapadula. I know. Uh, I know. Uh, on, honestly, if I were impartial, I'd have probably given it to Gian, to Giampaolo Pazzini as a neutral. But I'm not. I'm still pissed off. I'm still traumatized seeing the uh, Guardamine Liocchi celebration. So I'll give it to Lapadula, who scored two goals in this game and down Napoli. And uh, I don't know, Gattuso's kind of, it's funny, Gattuso's kind of having a very similar spell in Napoli as he did at Milan last year. Wishy-washy, you know. Ah, some good, some bad. Sometimes it may be good, sometimes it may be well, shit. I mean, I mean, Milan finished fourth. So, I mean, almost finished fourth. They finished fifth. So, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know if that's a completely accurate I would say maybe more analytics like a year and a half ago maybe like yeah. I would agree more to there I, I'm not not necessarily get two of last year but that's my uh, man, that's, yeah. that's my analytic take that's my analytics of the uh, of, of the of the week so naturally uh, but yeah uh, the, uh, was it just last week when I was saying uh, when I was saying uh, just because Napoli won uh, one or two games in a row doesn't mean that they're back yet and uh I guess I was right. There we go. Oh, all right, all right. Stay hot, stay hot. Um, I'll say this. Nothing really matters for Napoli because they're not going to get relegated. And uh, they beat Juve. So, they're good. Whatever happens, happens now. Their season's done, right? Like, uh, like ultimately, no matter what happens with Lazio, even if Lazio finished like third, even Lazio could finish fifth. They could fall off the map and finish fifth place out of the Champions League. But they... That would be absolutely catastrophic. Bro, they're, they're like... They're over ten points from fifth spot. They, like if, they, if, be, they lose, if they lose, if they lose, nine points. They lose. Yeah, if they lose three games in a row, so, I don't know. Look, they haven't lost one in like seventeen fucking eighteen games now. But if in the league anyway, but if they were to lose, I don't know. Say it were to happen, okay? I think I'd argue is going on the streak that they had, having Immobile as hot as they did, winning the Supercoppa, beating Juve, and not losing a derby. Uh, I think that's I think it's a pretty good season. I think it's a pretty good season for Lazio. That's probably one of one of one of the better seasons in recent memory. Probably one of the best seasons they've ever had. Uh, I, I, mean, I mean, I mean, think about it. Just just in terms in terms of in terms of like the, the their run challenging for the title. 
uh, at least for the current generation of Lazio fans that probably don't remember much of uh, the eight, I mean, you know, people our age who, who support Lazio, people that are 30 years old, whatever, kind of like, you know, uh, probably a lot of people in Rome. I think it's probably one of the best seasons they will have had for a while. It's, incre- it's incredible what beating Juve does for uh, for uh, for a team's morale, and for a team's season, which is funny because I still don't feel like we're that good. So uh, I don't know. But um like, uh, well, one thing actually hit me like a ton of bricks is there's a lot of interesting midweek games coming up, guys. Uh, we have Champions League coming up in a couple of weeks. And this week, we have Coppa Italia semifinal action. We haven't talked about the Coppa Italia really at all in the past couple of weeks. So, um, Nick, uh, Milan are playing Juve. Uh, discuss. Um, discuss. Okay, well, the game's taking place at San Siro. I believe it's going to be sold out. That's what uh, I've been I've been reading online. So that's going to be uh, definitely an electric atmosphere. Um, look, uh, before before this Sunday, to be honest with you, I was kind of excited. I mean, I still am excited for this game, but I was a lot more excited because we were trending upwards while. Juve's performances would uh, would you know indicate that they're kind of tri- flatlining. Maybe I, w- I wouldn't want to say trending downwards, but maybe flatlining. So it kind of felt like a good time to play uh, to play Juventus at home. And now, after getting destroyed on the weekend, what I'm worried about is will that spark uh, a fire under the squad to want to perform even more on Thursday or not? And and the 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 cynicist slash kind of realist makes me believe that it's not going to be a motivating uh you know catalyst to thursday but who knows maybe maybe Zlat- Zlatan's probably gonna want to score against you again but, but i don't know i don't know i'm a little bit uh i'm I, i'm not i'm excited but not not necessarily looking uh looking forward to it because and it's funny how just one one game right especially in the in the, in the fashion that it happened could change uh, your opinion and emotions towards an upcoming game, but that's just that's honestly how I feel right now. I'm a little bit concerned. In the end, what this is is it's a battle of the intercucks right now. Like, like, like in the past, in the past, in the past two days, Inter stuck it to both teams and said, "Yeah, I'm, my 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 piece is bigger than yours right now. I got a bigger piece. Move over. I got a bigger piece. I could do a better job." Uh, I'm not not shocked that you had to bring in uh, you had to bring in dicks uh, dicks somehow. I didn't use uh, I didn't I didn't I didn't but, uh, I, I didn't use that word. I'm su- not surprised. Okay, yeah. For for how, how many how many how many months have we been talking about cucking now and in cucks of the week? I think uh, I, I I think long we, enough. We've we've been indirect. I mean, we've kind of been indirectly talking about it for quite some time now. But not, but, not really. No. Th- not th- really. Th- thanks for that. Uh, I was gonna say thanks for that for that for that very uh, that very graphic image. But very, I, I, that's kind of my doing. I kind of painted that one anyway. Okay, mo- mo- moving moving on. Um, I, I guess uh, there, there there's our cuck of the week segment. I guess cuck of the week next week will probably be whoever loses between. Milan and Juve if someone does lose because they're both like the big cucks right now and one of them's gonna beat the other so one of them's gonna be the king of cucks I guess that's enough cuck talk it's been a while yeah, I think so. we haven't done it we haven't done any cuck talk for a little while actually that's yeah, good not it's much good, opportunity it's good to get out of the system hey uh, another thing that there hasn't been uh, that there hasn't been much opportunity to do it's a very random observation uh not many racist incidents that uh, that I could think of in the past uh, in the past month it's been a good month. 
I mean, New Year, Syria, New City. Yeah. The Serie A headquarters, they got to get a they gotta get a board that they update every day, like at a factory, you know, uh, X amount of days since an injury. They got to oh. get that at the uh, headquarters, X amount of days since uh, the last racist incident. What, no. a sad, what a sad state of affairs. We, we, we ragged on that, uh, that painting, you know, the uh, anti-racism monkey painting. But ever since, you're right. No incidents. Maybe everyone's woke now. Yeah. Everyone's woke. <laughs> They're rallying around the three paintings. Everybody just Talk twist. Everybody just Everybody just stood around those paintings, stroking their chin, saying, hmm, "I see it. I get it now." <laughs> that's a great. That's a great observation. Um, listen, another game I want to talk about. Or Ale, Ale. Um, you, we mentioned we mentioned that you watched uh, uncharacteristically. You watched probably a little bit more Serie A than usual this weekend. Watching, Much more watching Parma and Lazio. Obviously, you watched Fiorentina. Uh, yes. You guys dropped to Atalanta. That must hurt. Because obviously, Big time. because obviously, uh, it was between Atalanta and Fiorentina as yeah. to what team, as far as what team you you had to support this season. And Atalanta are about to go on a nice little fucking run in the Champions League. Sure. Fiorentina and Fiorentina uh, uh, can't even pull off a new job in the Bronx. No, as uh, uh, <laughs> as as Rocco as, as Camiso apparently said this weekend. Nick Nick Gianaletti, thank you so much for sharing that with me on Twitter. I totally missed that. Um, you know, bring bring in bring in me the stories that I that I want to see, uh, Nick. Yeah, that's uh, what I do best. I still need that translation, by the way. I mean, there, there is no translation. I don't know. He, he was, he was, he was on he was on Sky, and he basically said, "In pure calabrese, uh, listen, I don't speak Italian very well, but I'm going to tell you something. We're going to pull off a we're going to pull off a, a Bronx job or something like that." But he basically said, but he used the words Bronx, and though he used the word job, which in Italian just sounded really funny. It sounded like I don't know. He Bronx said, a job. Like, you no, know, I mean, if you've ever seen the Godfather Part Two, and you hear the way that that like Clemenza speaks with. Uh, Speaks with uh, with with uh, Tessio and with Vito, as they're kind of all having pasta before killing Fanucci, uh, the mob boss. Spoiler: If you haven't seen The Godfather, I mean, it's from 1974. If, what is it? Forty. Uh, you ruined it for me, so I don't want to see it. I think, you get, I think you get away with spoilers of movies that came out 50 years ago. So, uh, well, to be fair, you haven't seen it, right? So that's criminal on your end. But, but. Um, it's, fine. it's too bad you haven't. You be you you be you be all over this. Uh, you be all over this if you had if you if you had seen it. You be you be you be dying in this too. But no, I'm just, I, I'm, I think yeah. So uh, Rocco Comiso speaking Italian just sounded like uh, straight out the Godfather Part Two. He goes, "Ci ci faccio un job the Bronx, Gabid." Unreal. Um, to be honest, I don't even understand the context of what that quote was from. I don't know if it was post game, pre game, but um, consider it a warning. He's, That's he's, all it was. He's, he's one of us. He's one of us, man. I tweeted it out. He's one of us. He, he's he's a North American Italian guy that just that just goes on TV and just uh, and and, and tell, tells it like it is. I guess. I believe they asked him something along the lines of uh, because he's come out and said that he feels like he's been mistreated by. Uh, he's been pretty vocal about. Pavel Nedved, to be honest with you, but I think he, 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 he well, I mean, it's, it's publicly known that he, he kind of feels like he's disrespected because uh, people think of him just as like a, an American before being an Italian, I mean, which he is, but... Uh, well, he was born in Italy, so... Me. Yeah, I know, but uh, I think I think they they asked him something along those lines, and he said, uh, "Yeah, like you were saying, there's uh, people in this country that obviously speak better." He was he was criticizing uh, the people that work for Sky. Actually, he said, "I guess maybe he got he got criticized by a pundit on Sky. I'm not sure, but uh, he he was basically just saying how he he feels uh, disrespected and how." doesn't speak as well as everyone in the country, but it doesn't matter because uh, he's gonna get the job done, I guess. Um, I, I think I think 
Actions his, speak a lot louder than words. Well, I, I think his name probably speaks louder than anything. I think I think if once we know what the B stands for, then we can make an ultimate rendering on whether or not uh, he or not on whether or not the Italian media should respect him. So, for example, if his middle name is Brian, we could say okay, like yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know if I take it very seriously. But if his name is like, if his name is if his name is Benedetto. Uh, which I think is one of the working. I think that's one of the favorites. One of the working theories I have is that his middle. Get me the odds on the favorites. Um, yeah, then, then maybe they could. Maybe maybe they, maybe I don't know. Then uh, that that kind of adds to his street cred a little bit. To be fair, there's no way that his middle name is Brian. I mean, the, the guy was born in was born in Calabria in the 1950s, I think. So um, I'll, I'll put I'll put some pretty slim odds on that one. But um, I, I digress. I'll take it away. Uh, Atalanta two, Fiorentina one. Yeah, well, it was pretty nice to see us get off to a. A good start with Chiesa's rocket. And worth noting, goals Chiesa has scored since I criticized him, two. Goals he scored before, I think also two. So we're on pace now to beat pre-criticized Chiesa, which would be uh, fucking nice. So <laughs> keep it up, kid. Anyway, uh, but then it all fell apart. Uh, part of me not really surprised because it's, it's actually pretty boring like style we're playing so far. Uh but anyway, so I don't know what you, the you mean. To, you mean to say that with Bebe Yakini, the relegation, <laughs> relegation escape artist, the relegation escape artist, it's not things creative. Are, things aren't electric. <laughs> well, yeah, you could well, say that. What was, the stat, what, was the, what was the stat again? Like like three hundred games of the club, two goals. Like oh yeah two, yeah yeah machine on the pitch. I think two, it was that twenty seven twenty twenty two goals, twenty seven thousand appearances. Yeah. Two no, goals. but you're right. Actually, as I said that, I realized. Well, fuck, we have. A relegation escape artist, so uh, I don't think it's gonna be uh, like okay. creative. But anyway, uh, so it's just too bad we have to drop again. I actually, did we win uh, last week? No, no. So we haven't no, won no. in a, in three games. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's just a long vicious cycle. Yeah, He's Christ. losing track. Yeah. So uh, anyway, but uh, I'm gonna have to pull out a hero from this game, which is. Uh, Per Luigi Golini. Per Luigi Golini, yes. For uh, man, whipping out the man. for whipping out the cap in that game. I don't know if you saw. Not not the first he, time. He does that often. Not he the first yeah, time but I loved it. I loved it. it there was something often. like it that was guy, perfect. He definitely does for street cred. He definitely he has to. He he's he's it's big, just the first time I really observed it. So like you know what, he chalk that up as a hero because he loved to see it. He's big in the streetwear and stuff. You know maybe maybe that old the hawk. cap off between uh, between him and Yakini. Maybe shit. Cap. Whoa, battle of the caps. Imagine no, no cap, no cap, no cap to the battle of the caps. <laughs> you know I think. That old hockey theory that goalies are fucking nuts. I think stands. Uh, I think that that theory stands tall. Uh, we've seen it on multiple occasions in the last year. Two goalies in this game uh, with Dragovski picking number sixty nine, being a total G, probably doing it for the boys in his group chat that were that were firing him up to yeah. do it. Uh, even though we kind of disproved that when we realized that he's been wearing that for his whole career, unless maybe. I mean, well, he's still pretty young, so it could have been a long-standing thing. To be fair, I mean, yeah, I mean, maybe when he first made his uh, when he made his first senior appearance, maybe he did it uh, for the boys, and it kind of stuck. Um, but yeah, no, now Golini with the hat, and uh, I, I, I like it. I like it. I think, I think, I think they're probably doing it for the boys. Like they're just doing it for the banter, FTB for the bands for the boys, um, for for for, uh, for 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 clout. I, I, I don't know. Um, uh, no, keenly observed. Yeah, but uh, anyway, other than in that game, honestly, not much to to report on. It was pretty, uh, in my opinion, at least, it was pretty boring. And uh, you know, when the goals came, they just came. That was it. There was a, not much chance creation. I found great analysis. Thank you, sir. Um, I, I'll, I'll say, I'll say this. Um, I think just to kind of conclude on the on the Piergolo hat thing, 
if Italy make the Euro and there's a catastrophic goalkeeping situation where like Meret and Donnarumma and maybe even Sirigu go down and Golini has to play a game. Uh, now, I, I'm not saying I'd like that to happen because it would be bad because presumably the two, three starters ahead of him would all have to go down and that's never good. Uh, but, but I'll acknowledge that if he were to wear a hat at the Euro, like on the world stage where the whole world is watching, he'd probably, he'd probably hit a whole new level of fame and you'd probably see a lot more goalies doing it. Kids would be putting up posters in their room. It's it's like it's like that Hungarian keeper a couple years ago that wore the sweatpants. He did trekkie bottoms. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Unreal. No, no, no. no. They, they, they were actual gray sweats too. They were they weren't like. Oh weren't, yeah, yes. I remember. Nick, what was his name? You remember yeah, that guy? I'm trying to. I'm trying Huge to hero. I, he was I, like. I, I know. I obviously know who you're talking about. I, I forget his name. He, that guy like was 40. literally wearing baggy, baggy gray <laughs> sweatpants. <laughs> he was like forty too. Like you yeah, pick up at uh, winners. Fuck. Was that the world or the Euro? It's a, it's a Canadian reference. It was the, the Euro. That's a Canadian reference. Is that a Brampton reference? You have winner. It's the only. It's the only landmark you have in Brampton right now. Is this parking lot? Yeah, how'd you know? <laughs> what did you call Brampton, Ontario, again, bro? You called it. Uh, you called it the parking lot capital of the world. <laughs> Yeah, I think so. I don't. I, to be honest, I, I, I've said a lot of things this past week. I don't really remember. You're not even halfway through this trip. It's gonna be a rough go in the next. Uh, the next. <laughs> you're gonna be a literal skeleton the next pod, bro. You're you're so out of it this week, bro. Yeah, I, I am. I found him. I am. Apologies. That's rough radio. Alice showing us a picture right now. Those baggy sweats. Yeah. What's his name? Ryan? Gabor Kirali. Kirali. That's bro, what okay. it was. He's Kirali. Kirali. Too. Yeah, Gabor Kirali. Kirali. Hungarian goalkeeper. Kirali. Yeah, oh, he's got the sock. He's he's tucking the pants you have in to. the socks. You have to. You have to. Dude, if, if you're not tu- if you're not tucking the pants in the socks, you're fucked. There's no and way. Those he's- stains don't even look like they're from grass. It looks like he's had a hard day's work in the in the garage. He looks. Like and he- then he just he just hopped put, off a board, laced bike. up the boots, put on a pair of gloves. All right, mate. I love him because he looked like a bricklayer in uh, in in uh, south in <laughs> oh. South London. Good but, call, um, good call. Okay, uh, no, last quick shout. Uh, Torino, things are not going very well right now. Another loss on the weekend. And Walter Mazzari. four in a row, terrible. Walter Mazzari uh, stepped down in a classic move that you see right before a manager is about to get sacked. And in order to save uh, save face uh, for, for his own dignity, he steps down. That's what happened in what this game. What a dumb move, though, because like, when you step down, like, you, you, lose, all, you lose income. Owed, you're not owed the rest of your salary. Like, be a man and just take the sack. Yeah, shout out, shout out, at least, at least, uh, Giampiero Ventura, at least Giampiero Ventura, for all his flaws, at least, uh, respect to that man, for even though the whole world hated him, and the entire Italian diaspora all around the globe hated him, and they were calling for his fucking head, even people that don't watch uh, qualifiers week in, week out, people that don't watch Calcio, they were just like, you know, all, all the Italians that realized, oh shit, we're about to not qualify for a World Cup, what the fuck, then all the Italians watched that game, like, who is this idiot that left Insigne on the bench, and uh, everyone was literally calling for his head, and I think Leyene were running after him. And they even got him for an interview where they were like, oh, how, how are the Euros going to be without Italy? He, technically, he was still coach at the time. He goes, oh, brutto, brutto. And he was, still, he was still on the payroll and he waited until he got sacked. He never stepped down, I think, if I'm not mistaken. Respect to that guy. He's, that's a guy. He's fiscally responsible. He was, he stuck to, listen, he was like, you know what? I fucked up enough. There's no, there's no dignity to save here. There's no face to save. I may as well get paid. Yeah. Is he wrong? Is he still at? Hey, is he still at? Okay, two things to verify in Serie B before we kind of wrap up with some oh, uh, yes. last year on Thrones of the Week. Is Giampiero Ventura still at Salernitana? Is he still coaching in Serie B? I need to know. 
Okay. Can we, give it, can we get a quick last name? Quick, what's his name? Uh, can oh. we get a quick Crotone update at the same time? Well, that's, that was they lost naturally. on the weekend. Maxi Lopez back to the bench. Sammy's back Fucking from every injury. Every time we talk. Okay, okay, okay. It's over. We got to go off the grid. Yeah, no more current quick. manager no of uh, Saler... Uh, well, whatever you said, Sam. Salernitana. Yeah, thank yeah. you. Salerno. How are, how are Salernitana looking at the table right now in City B? I'm on it. Um, I need to know. Let me uh, open how, it up how's, here. How's Piero doing? Are we going to have the donkey back in Serie A? And are Fourth we gonna... place. Oh, baby. Okay. Comfortably in a... Uh, well, never mind. That's such a big lie. I won't say comfortably, but you they're uh, they're in a playoff uh, spot. Okay. That could be huge. If he, Crotona if he... back up to second. He, he loved to see it. Crotona are back up Crot... to second? Yeah. They lost. How did that happen? Let me see. You sure they no, lost? No, sorry. They won one now. Ale, hey, okay. Because they played a team called Cremon... Cremonese. Yeah, thank you, Sam. Cremona. God, I'm, yeah. I'm, uh, that's, I'm uh, lacking today. But anyway, uh, two Cast- teams with a C, you know, you can easily get confused. That's Castrovilli's team last year, I think. Mm. Fucking on a roll. M-I-S-S-I-S-S-I-P-P-I. Quickly, speaking of manager situations, Ali, you didn't get the chicklet reference there? No, say it again. To wit, I just spelled Mississippi really quickly. Oh, yeah. Shout out Ryan Whitney on Spitting Chicklets a couple weeks ago. He did that when he was buzzing. I'm buzzing I think it was last ep you were talking about Brescia's manager situation, and within that week, they received a new old face back did they not so Corini's out uh Voldemort uh second time so um I forget uh, if it was you or Nick until, who kind of alluded that maybe this would have happened and indeed it did well we, we were we, we we both were uh Nick took it a step further and said that Corini will probably be brought back a third time at the end of the year to cruise no, no, I, didn't say, I didn't say you would I said I was I was trying to play out scenarios in my mind where it would be possible and unfortunately it doesn't seem likely well, Nick, uh, I want to give you some kudos here because you uh, you started Football Manager twenty, and you're 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 not kind of going down the traditional routes. This is kind of just I guess it's a personal anecdote here. Why don't we wrap up the pod with a, with a personal anecdote here, um, or just maybe a personal story about how things are going in your current Football Manager career? Because I, I'll let I'll let you kind of talk about the route you took this time. Yeah. Well. Listen, boys. Uh, I haven't gone too far from where I left off with you last time, but I don't think you talked. I don't think you mentioned it last pod. No, um, but no, I just uh, personally with you guys. Essentially, what I did was I uh, dropped myself into a. Uh, I think it was like twenty games that have already been played into a season where I was placed on. Uh, I, I chose Empoli. Uh, Empoli. Fuck. I chose Brescia. Um, I think in the universe that it created for me, they had lost 18 straight, which is just so fucked up. It's, it's a it's a mirror it's a mirror Lazio situation. <laughs> 18 straight losses. Uh, I think they were in 19th place, and the whole what? what? Who's who's worse than them? You've lost 18 games in a row out of 20. I have, I have to check. I have to check. I'll, uh, okay. We can we can update the listeners. I'll have to check, but. Um, I, yeah, I uh, dropped myself into that realm. Uh, played a couple games. Uh, it's 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 fucking hard. It's really hard, but uh, it's a nice change of pace and it's uh, it's a good challenge. So I'll have to update you guys as I go along. Is the ghost of Corini haunting you currently in the role? Because I think you would have taken over him in the virtual. Uh, world. You know, I mean, I've I've won weeks. a few games. I, I think I won. I, I think I won two or three in a row at one point, which was electric. I. To be honest, the reason why I started was because my my flight was delayed around three hours on Friday Classic, and uh, I needed some things to pass the time. I needed a new challenge, and uh, and yeah, I, I, that, that, that's that's where I'm at. Right? Completely forgot to mention one thing. We were talking about the Torino game and how Mazzari stepped down and 
how things aren't looking any much better currently. Um, but um, I, we, we should mention, okay, so obviously Claudio Ranieri, coach of Sampdoria, always happy when he gets a win, did he ding the lead long, no problem. Uh, Quagliarella getting a goal. I think it's three games in a row that Quagliarella scores a goal. Perhaps. But, um, but uh, <laughs> by, by, by the same token, Nick, I don't know if, I don't know if you noticed this, because uh, I know you, you were kind of traveling a lot this weekend, and uh, and uh, again, I don't really know what you were doing on Saturday I, I, besides watching Juve. But... Um, Okay, right. So, okay. So, 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 let me update you. Armando Izzo, in his first game back from that red card, uh, when, which I think yielded him a two-match suspension, as it usually does. Right? I think it was a straight red. He got a two-match suspension. Uh, that was in the seven-nil game. That seven-nil drubbing that they had last week. Actually, I, th- I think he was. No, I think he would have been suspended one game. Whatever. He was back in this one. Uh, doesn't he go get another red card? Get sent off again? Fuck, bro. Fuck. Yeah, not not having a good month. Not definitely not having a good month. He's got to get back on the. He's got to get back on the horse here because he's got to crack that Azzurri team and he's got to make me look really smart for uh, for uh, for stroking him off for the past two years over here. But um, yeah, not no, not a great not a great move when uh, with ten minutes left in a game in a formation with the three three D, uh, you get a red card, uh, two out of three games. So not not not, uh, not great for, not great for my boy. Sounds like a sounds like a, a spell that you've had in the past uh, with SSC Bomber. You, you, you know, you know, the, you, the two cannot be compared because there's no way that we received the kind of impartial refing that you get in Serie A in uh, in 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 our in in our beer league. That there, there, there's no there's literally no way. I'm sorry. I mean, you 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 know you know this. You 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 coached you coached us for a while. Like you you saw it firsthand. I mean, back me up. A lot of things. Oh fuck! I I got I got screwed. No, I got screwed over a couple times. I got screwed over a couple times. Safe to There's say. There's a conspiracy against Sam. Um. Okay. Nick, Ale, Heroes, and Thronzy of the week. Before we wrap up, I already gave a couple of mine. Um. Oh, obviously, kind of just little asterisks. Um. I'm giving it to Sadi until, pretty much. Well, I'm, I I guess I'll give it to him forever because I hope I'm hoping he probably goes. I don't have anything against the manager. I don't think he's up to it. I think he'll probably wind up getting fired. Uh, hopefully sooner rather than later, so that um, we can salvage the Serie And unfortunately, Allegri coming in is going to mean that we probably choke in the Champions League. But whatever, um, yeah, no, uh, Sadio will probably wind up heading out if it all works out. And if uh, reports are to be believed, then he'll remain a Stronzo forever for kind of coming into Juve and not even finishing out the season. So li- this little asterisk, I didn't actually mention it. I mentioned I was pissed off at him, but I'm I'm thoroughly unimpressed with what he's been able to do with a decent squad, not a squad that's up the level to win a Champions League, but. A, but a, a squad that's probably of the level to, to win a, a Scudetto. Um, yeah, sorry, digress. Sadi gets me fired up. Here on Sorondo for you, boys. Well, I'll let Nick go first. Okay. Um, uh, I'll, give, I'll give Lukaku my Sorondo for, for that stupid social media post that, that riled me up. And, no, no, uh, totally impartial. My, my hero is going to be Pazzini for putting Juve to the sword. Okay. Okay. So, well. Okay. Well. Fine. I. I. I kind of gave. I gave it to Pazzini on your behalf for early on in the pod. But. Uh, but fair. Fine. I know you well. Ale. Uh. Anything that you want to add? Yeah. So in addition to Golini's uh, drip on the pitch, I'm gonna add Lazio for uh, beating a club record of 18 uh, undefeated matches. I'd say. In Felipe, a row. I. I'd say Felipe Caicedo specifically. 
Felipe Caicedo specifically. Yeah, he's been the backbone of a lot of it. With, yeah, uh, well, yeah, when Immobile is not scoring, it's it's, yeah. it's, it's one or the other. That's, so, that's what I was going to say. Fuck, yeah, yeah. So, get another game winner for him, too. And a then, lot of his goals have been big goals, too, for Lazio. So. Yeah, I agree. And uh, Stronzo, it might be a little harsh, or Nick might find it harsh, but I'm going to say Milan for, for, I guess you could say, bottling 2-0 uh, 2-0 lead in such a short period of time because th- the first half and like Nick said he texted the chat they were playing so so well and actually this was my first uh, derby Inter Milan derby uh, experience and I was not disappointed what do you mean it was your first Inter I swear I've always intended to watch these games You've always intended to, or and I never got and I never was able to this was the first one I've watched start to finish I, I, I got it I, yeah, I appreciate it fantastic the, I, I respect the honesty yeah of course I have to come forth you've never Everyone. watched a derby della Madonna no never. never before not in in full, okay. and this was wild. Well, okay. Anyway, okay. Uh, Nick, yeah. Nick, so Nick, so they started off so he, strong, and then in in he, he two minutes they lost it, and that was it. Nicky popped his cherry. So uh, just not a good look on their end. Um, yeah, unfortunately, it was it was an Inter win. Who's who's the fall guy? Who's the fall guy? Then you you can't just give it to Milan as a whole. There's gotta be one fall yeah, guy. Yeah. Okay. On Nick, I need to know who as the fan who's the fall guy. Who's who does this fall? Whose shoulders does this fall on, Nick Chenaletti? You want to just give it to Chalan Oglu? <laughs> no, no, he played honestly, well. I, yeah, I, I can't. He I actually can't, did. I can't give it. I honestly can't give it to you. Can't you can't give a fucking when your team concedes four goals in one half. Like it's not it's not one single person's fault. Like uh, I think Pepple's fully in the right to give it to uh, to give it to the whole team. All right. Fuck okay. yeah. Um. Anyway, let's see what happens in the in the Coppa Italia this week. It'll be uh, it'll be rather exciting. I think we got Napoli playing Inter and we have Juve playing Milan. Of course, this is only the first leg, but. Uh, it'll be interesting to see how uh, how things set up because um, it, I, I think I think the Copa is a competition that usually kind of flies under the radar until like January when there's just fucking a slew of games and like consecutive weeks back to back to back to back to back. Um, but then you have a bit of a gap before the second leg starts, and then it kind of it's kind of like that first result stews a little while. So if you get a good result, this could be it could be it could be kind of fun a fun little uh, a fun little boost to maybe Napoli or or Milan seasons who don't have much else to play for right now, both being kind of a mid table, won't get relegated, probably won't get into Europe either of them. So yeah, I guess something to watch out for this week. Um, otherwise, anything you guys want to add? As no. if as if uh, as if I have to ask Nick Gentiletti. <laughs> You've been <laughs> Nick Gentiletti's been. Gentiletti's been. Uh, he needs some shut eye. He, what's what's that? What's that? Uh, what's that? What's that um, drug that people take to sleep sometimes? Nick, Nick, help me out. You're probably. All right, on, boys, it's, it's been a great episode. <laughs> of He's very, taking very the reins. Spoken to you guys. Uh, we'll be uh, it's, back it's, on it's here. A- Ambien. I think it's Ambien. Ambien, Ale. Ambien. Yeah, it is. It is. A- it Ambien, is. Ambien, Ambien. As Whitney yeah. would say. Yeah. Popped an Ambien. I'm ready to go. Yeah. Nick's on an Ambien right now. He's about to pass out. All right. All so right. Valium's kicking. We'll in. go with that. Uh, Nick Gentiletti, thanks for joining us. Uh, Ciao, st- st- stay awake, stay awake, buddy. Stay awake. Hang in there uh, until next week. Did, did Nick already chow out? You got to stay on for the I, chow. I am no. about to. I am about to. Ciao. Ciao. Whoa! <laughs> he big time does. Yo, what the fuck? <laughs> Oh my god, what a fucking asshole. I can't you big time does. Are we going to end the pod like that? Yeah, of course. You got to keep beep, it beep. in. Oh my god. That's listen, an all time moment. Listeners, oh my god. Can I'm you so, believe? You see what we deal with he behind the scenes he, when the cord button is not pressed? He doesn't He doesn't, He doesn't. doesn't care for you guys anymore. Listeners, get at us on Twitter. At it's Caltro all podcast. hotels by the highway in Brampton, Ontario. <laughs> get, at, get at us on Twitter at Caltro Podcast. Get at us on Instagram at Caltro Podcast. Uh, SoundCloud, iTunes, The Caltro Podcast. 
Uh, Nick Gentiletti's probably passed out of sleep right now, but get at him on Twitter at Nicky. I think what is he? Nick Jens. I think he's N Jens twenty one. I don't know. I don't know. Check check our Twitter bio. Check our Twitter bio at Calcio Podcast and just just just, men- just uh, blow blow up his mentions and then tell tell him uh, tell him uh, tell him you're not impressed with the fact he doesn't appreciate you. Just make him feel like shit. Um. Anyway. Um. So till next week, listeners. Thanks again and uh, for real now. Ciao. Ciao. Filastro che nel diario di Noè L'asfalto sa di lui e lui di te Il crimine qui sembra una poesia Su un filo quanto è facile cadere mamma Pacchetti nello zaino di Marcel Sdraiato sotto un cielo di miro Il bene ha preso il volo in avaria Lontano dalla mia via, più lontano da me Non giro con la compagnia del centro Pensa a non stare in fondo per esempio Cerco l'asfalto al motivo per cui Il motivo per cui farò quelli sbagli apposta Mi ricordo quando ero nulla ore apposta The History of the Atlantic World is a long-form history show that tells a tragic tale of conquistadors, war, slavery, and genocide. But within the tragedy of life lay the inspirational stories of revolutionaries, escaped slaves, and pirates. I'm Jesse Wiest, your allegedly hilarious host, and this story begins in 1492, with the tale of someone so infamous you already know his name.